There's a lot of ministry opportunities online, and the world of virtual reality is a virtual treasure trove of potential for preaching the gospel and reaching people for Christ. Hello and welcome to the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, and in this episode, I have with me two great guests who will share their story and experience with virtual reality ministry. This episode's an interesting one, and I have to be honest with you. When I first heard about VR ministry, I was skeptical. Is there really a need for pastors and missionaries to don their Oculus headsets and venture into these online realms? Are there really people spending time in virtual worlds? Is it worth it for churches to invest time and resources to evangelize and even church plant in virtual reality? What about regular reality? Well, what I discovered is that not only are there people online in these VR spaces, but there are dozens of Christian ministries who are seeing people come to Christ and discipled through online interaction. I was blown away to discover that there are over 171 million virtual reality users worldwide. And that virtual reality is a huge mission field for those brave enough to cross this threshold. This kind of ministry may not be for everybody, but I came away from our conversation with a renewed appreciation for evangelical pioneers in this new mission field. I have two guests here with me for today's episode. The first is Stuart McPherson, who is the VR campus pastor at Lakeland Community Church in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Stuart is also the host of the Metaverse Church podcast, and I'll put a link to his insightful content and conversations in the show notes. My second guest is a great brother in Christ who is attending our church here in Florida. He's actually the one that turned me on to all this ministry. Because of the nature of his work in VR and software security, He's asked to remain unnamed, so we just call him our friend or VR chap in the episode. This is a good one. I hope you enjoy. Okay, welcome to the Cultivate Church Planning Podcast, and I'm really excited about uh, today's episode um, because we're going to be talking about, of course, church planting. We're always talking about church planting, evangelism, mission work, which is our heart, but um, I've got some friends here that are involved in the virtual reality, uh, the metaverse world, and some of the great things that God is doing in that space. And so I'm really happy to have you guys. And I've got uh, Stuart McPherson here, and uh, Stuart's the VR campus pastor at Lakeland Community Church in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Did I get that right? Yeah. You got it 100%. <laughs> All right. I did a little research ahead of time about <laughs> Actually, I did a lot. Um, the church is, it looks amazing and um, was able to mm. run through the website. And, you know, very, very similar to actually our church here, just in the doctrinal statement and all that. So um, refreshing to see. But he's also the host of the Metaverse Church podcast, which I'll put the link um, to that that show in the show notes here so yay, <laughs> yay. <laughs> and i uh, was able to to check out a few episodes we were talking before we started recording here um that uh really interesting stuff and you know for our listeners um something that you may not know about me is since a young early age which was a long time ago um, <laughs> I, uh, I've been into video games and, um, you know, my, my dad, I remember when my dad brought home a, uh, Commodore 64 computer and I played King's Quest on it. Yeah. <laughs> Those early days and <laughs> Nintendo, then you get in Nintendo and, um, you know, fast forward, my son is a, is a big gamer. And so it's, uh, you know, that this whole space, you know, I've seen 
and maybe you could talk to some of this too, Stuart, but um, I've seen it develop over the years where it's gone from just like side-scroller video games where you're, you know, push A, B, up, down, that sort of thing, into mm-hmm. what has become like a community of gamers. Uh, esports, of course, is massive, huge industry. And then not only that, but communities now are forming within these games. So you have the massive multiplayer online games, and um, so you have these different little pockets of communities. I wouldn't even say little, massive communities where people are building relationships and you know talking about life and politics and you name it. Um, so I am I am pretty familiar with that side of things. Um, but then when it comes to uh, virtual reality, you know. Um, we get into a whole new realm of inter- immersive, kind of interactive, uh, community-based things. So I'm getting ahead of myself, <laughs> but I'm just kind of <laughs> setting this up. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Stuart, and what you're what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, like I said, you hit it 100. percent I'm the VR campus pastor over at Lakeland Community Church. Um, you know, the funny part is, as you're explaining your background and your fandom for video games and everything, um, the truth is that is not my story, nor is that my background whatsoever. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the first video game that I ever played was uh, probably Super Mario on the Super Nintendo. Uh, I ended up, my sister had that console. I ended up getting uh, Sega Genesis. So I was all about like Mortal Kombat yep. during those days, like back, back, yay, you know, Scorpion, <laughs> Uppercut, finish him, all finish that kind him. of good stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the last console that I've had, that I ever had was the uh, Xbox 360. <clears throat> and I primarily bought that just to be able to play blu-ray at the time which oh, yeah. for your younger listeners it's a disc <laughs> that played movies on it because we don't do that anymore oh man um but and you said esports like so i was playing like uh ncaa football and i was playing madden on it but that was pretty much the last of my video game like immersiveness uh-huh. um so my passion and my background does not include really video games whatsoever so imagine my surprise when all of a sudden i'm moving into the sea as a vr campus pastor which there's a little bit of that where i asked for it and didn't ask for it all at the same time so um my family and i we moved out here to wisconsin just uh almost two and a half years ago at this point, I guess. And uh, I came, we came out here for me to be the small groups pastor at Lakeland. Um, and we did it smack dab in the middle of COVID. So um, <laughs> my first interview with Lakeland was the same week that everything went to lockdown. Wow. And so I was like, man, so this probably isn't gonna go anywhere. I totally understand that, no hard feelings. And you know, they told me, hey, we're, we're probably gonna take this process a little slow now because everything else, like, totally get it. Well, uh, Lakeland, Lakeland's version of slow is, I heard like within 48 hours that they were scheduling a, a next interview with me for two weeks later. And then again, it was like, hey, we're gonna take this slow. 48 hours, let's schedule the next one. And that was pretty much the rhythm and routine of it until next thing I know, June of 2020, we're accepting an offer to move out here. Uh, July of 2020, we moved from Colorado Springs, uh, where I was doing young adult ministry out there, to now moving into the small group position. And 
Um, I came into a church staff where the senior pastor and executive pastor were already talking about, you know, what would it look like for us to get into virtual reality uh, and do ministry in there. And I was like, all power to you guys. That, that's not my <laughs> You thing, had no desire. But... So that was in the middle of COVID. Like that's when everybody's, they're at home. They're not, they're not coming to the church building. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but the interest for Lakeland to get into VR ministry was happening well before uh, COVID even happened. So they were already moving that direction before anybody was thinking of it. In fact, Lakeland was moving that direction. There was an article that came out, um, and I don't remember which magazine it was, but it was on DJ Soto and VR Church. And this is while I was still in Colorado Springs. And the staff and I uh, at the church I was working at then at the time, we were talking about how dumb the idea of virtual reality church is. <laughs> was not about it whatsoever. And I was probably one of the loudest voices in the room. I was like, so again, pre-COVID, right? Yeah. So I was like, VR church is the dumbest thing I ever heard of before. <laughs> and um, I was against even digital ministry at the time. I was like, uh, like even Zoom, side, but, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, totally against. Okay. So I was like, that can never be a true expression of the church. That was like February 2020. Okay. A month later, oh, how things change quickly and rapidly because yeah. I'm now sitting in the seat as that young adult pastor having to figure out how do I keep my young adults in community um, when they're stuck at home. So I'm quickly creating a YouTube channel. We're launching a podcast, all that kind of stuff, doing Zoom meetups, um, everything in order to stay in community with my young adults there. Um, so all of a sudden I was like, Dude, digital totally has a place. The church yeah, has a place. You saw digital, it work. Digital you has saw a place it in the church. Yeah, we all did. 100%. Um, but I was still <laughs> meh on VR. So yeah. you fast forward about a year. So we're now in 2021. And um, uh, our senior pastor came to me and our next gen director and said, hey, we want to try this idea of virtual reality church. Ultimately, the idea was. Uh, our next gen director knows the the gaming background. He's got all that. If we get Stuart in there and we're able to get at least a small group going out of it, we would consider it a win. So I'm bringing in the small group DNA. He's bringing in the gaming uh, experience and all that. Um, and that's how we launched. March 28th was our soft launch of 2021 with an official launch for Easter Sunday. Um, and we haven't really looked back since. Um, and I was at that time I moved into the digital pastor seat. So it, now it wow. made sense, VR, digital. Um, and then less than a year later, um, I sat there uh, and went to my senior leadership as we were talking about VR. And I said, look, you guys, if somebody's in a crisis moment in Lake Geneva, all they have to do is drive down the street and we sit on a beautiful corner between two highways. You just have to drive down the street and they can see a physical building and say, hey, maybe just maybe in the middle of my crisis, those guys have an answer for me that I can go talk to. But we were doing ministry in VR where we were showing up once on a Sunday morning doing our service and then we were gone the mm -hmm. rest of the week. Um, and so I presented the idea of like, we need to be more of a presence and we need to be a church in VR that we can basically replicate. What does it look like to be a church on the street corner in virtual reality? And what that turned into was me going full time, being the VR campus pastor for Lakeland, building out a launch team like you would for church planning for the sake of being able to have a presence in VR 
at least five days a week. That way people start associating church and VR with Lakeland. Um, That's so so, so interesting. Pretty much how I got there. Man, I never would have thought like doing a church planting podcast, the the planting of a church or a ministry within virtual reality. All right, our VR friend, Hello? what do you what do you, <laughs> what do you have to say about it? Because you've, I mean, we were just together, so we um, we went into the we had our VR headsets on. I got the tour. I saw the Lakeland um, uh, campus, you know, and it's all for those for our listeners out there. You're you, you're trying to visualize this. It's it's pretty immersive. So you if you've ever done VR before, a lot of people have, but you walk into these places, and so tell me, tell me a little bit about your experience, what, uh, <laughs> what you've been doing. So my experience was when, you know, I had a Oculus Rift headset back when it was called Oculus in 2019, <laughs> went to the VR, M- uh, VR church at the time, because they didn't rebrand to VR MMO church yet, and then what ends up happening is COVID hits. And I sit down with, you know, the local church that had like 60 some people and, you know, with my, you know, some of the elders there and was like, hey, like there's not Zoom isn't really going to work for fellowship. Discord won't even work for fellowship. So Mm. what about this experience where people could walk up? and talk to someone naturally for the 90 year olds in this community who don't know how to join a discord channel. And so that was a huge moment, but the leadership was like, "Ah, we can't have main service become that. We'll still do a YouTube live stream. And then my father was financially supportive enough to help us get headsets for some of the prayer team. So then we started Mm -hmm. meeting every weekly on Tuesdays. So this was during the the lot, like you guys were were like locked in your homes kind of thing. Yeah. I say that because we lived in New Zealand during that original part and we were like literally locked down in our homes. (laughs) But you had a little bit more freedom here, especially uh, down here in Florida where we are. But anyway, they they had the, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was March 16th that they had like the, the mandate that you weren't supposed to leave your home in the state. Um, So you guys had your, uh, you got the VR headsets. Yeah. You had, uh, your Um, dad was able to get, and we got her team Tuesdays and Thursdays that turned into an evangelistic opportunity because we'd go world hopping afterwards. People would want prayer. What's world hopping? You're using big terms here. So world hopping (laughs) is uh, on the social VR platforms. A lot of people have uploaded their own worlds, their own 3D models you can explore and interact with. And so what ends up happening is a lot of people, when they're hanging out and talking, like going to a different world to talk in. I want to go to an aquatic world and hang out with fish. I want to go to, <laughs> you know, I want to go to a Star Wars Jesus world fish. because, yeah, exactly, because there's no um, copyright issues at the moment in virtual reality. So it's a lot of um, fun times. So you created, you basically, so you basically showed me one of the worlds you created. It looks like a church building. You walk in the door. That's um, where I met for prayer. And so you met in this little gathering room for prayer with the other people that were part of that group. And then you'd hang out. Yep. 
evangelizing, hanging out and stuff. We got to pray for a lot of people. Eventually, I got noticed that I had built a church campus by uh, Cornerstone and helped build their campus. Okay. Um, and that really opened up a lot of questions of like, okay, can we build the Stations of the Cross? Mm-hmm. You know, which is so that mm-hmm. people can think about like what Jesus went through going to the cross. Cool. Then eventually I got jump, jumped, uh, invited to the welcome team of VRMMO Church. And then uh, did that for a bit, and then got moved to the announcements team. So and talk about talk about a church. You're the campus pastor. Um, what it I put on my headset? Um, I'm in. I go into uh, wherever the world is. Um, what was it called? Uh, uh, the Lakeland VR campus. Yeah, that's in. What's the social? Alt Space VR. Alt Space VR. Okay, so there's different social VR networks. So I I. Put this thing on. I'm going into that world that you guys have created, which is awesome, by the way. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can look over it. He showed me that um, there's like a, a nature, like a waterfall that you can, you know. And so, t- walk us through what happens during a church service. Like, are you in there talking, or is the service streamed from? Do I call it the real world into the virtual world? <laughs> I like, call how it the physical that, world. But <laughs> physical, okay, works. yeah. That's how, what's a what's a normal. Um, a person who just comes in and goes to a service, what's that look like? Yeah, so for us at Lakeland, we stream our services in from our main campus. So um, for anybody listening that is used to like video venue multi-site, that's pretty much what our VR campus is. We're video venue multi-site, and then I'm there for the soul care, helping people take next steps and all that kind of good stuff. So. Um, which wasn't always the case, but we, we can talk about that later if you want. Okay. But um, so when you come in, you spawn in at the entrance, the outdoor entrance to our um, our building. And we strategically, uh, Pastor Goose, who's my co-host with the Metaverse Church uh, podcast, he's actually the one who built the world for us. And um, the the idea and the heartbeat behind even what was built was we wanted to take elements of what you would recognize in real life with Lakeland. Um, So the idea was if anybody from our VR campus ever came to Lake Geneva, they would already in some way feel familiar with the building because we said, this is what we look like. Here are the elements that we would like to see. Uh Everything else, it's VR. So get creative. So. Uh, as you guys saw, when you show up, you've got our building that looks somewhat like our building in real life. We have a video screen right out front, so you don't ever really have to enter into the building if you don't want to. But once you enter in, there's uh, some great advertisement, shows mm-hmm. what my picture as avatar, as in the avatar form to say, hey, if you want to connect with the pastor, uh, which is me, here's how you do it. Um, if you want to partner with us financially you can do that and then of course join our discord Um, you walk past that wall and you walk right into the auditorium which is a big massive screen for um, to be able to watch a service Um, outside of that auditorium there's another hallway that leads you to the back side which then leads you to um, downtown Lake Geneva I I don't know what like (laughs) so Lake Geneva is not massive um, in any sense of the word, uh, but we have a city with skyscrapers and all that kind of stuff. And really, that mm-hmm. was, hey, let's just um, let's create an area where we can do small groups. 
you know, in the same way that we ask for small groups to get out into the community, let's be out in mm. the community. So we've got a gym, we've got a bar, we've got a coffee shop, we've got a movie theater, uh, we got a central park. And so that's where when we do events throughout the week, more small group based, we do it in that area. Nice. Um, and then my senior pastor asked that one of those areas, in addition to the environment, would be our waterfall scene. And the idea was... Um, if we do a worship night or if we were just wanting to play like worship music in general for people to come in and see, there was a spot that was just really designed for being out there, get into the environment, be in the presence of the Lord and worship mm -hmm. within that environment. So, and you've got that big screen um, out there too, for lack of a better word, it's got that huge, massive screen that kind of is within this whole naturescape scene. Yep. Um, that that yep. beams the physical world into um, that virtual reality space that you've created. Yeah, and the harpy behind that even was each of those screens that we have anywhere in the world, um, they project and you can hear clearly uh, the message or the music that's going on. So you don't have to be in the auditorium mm -hmm. uh, of our VR world in order to get the message in. You can, as uh, our VR friend was saying earlier, people world hop. They, mm -hmm. they love to be in those spaces in order to go explore. Mm -hmm. So we were like, okay, let's give the church feel. Let's give um, creative element to it. Let's allow people to do what it is that they naturally do in these environments, all while still being able to hear the message that's going on. Um, and play to you all of those strengths. So that's what people see currently when you hop into Altspace VR and you check out Lakeland VR. So when I was doing a little research on this, ever since uh, we got together and we were talking about this, um, you know, this isn't just like uh, some listeners are listening in right now and they're thinking, yeah, that's you kind of, kind of a niche, like small thing. I actually read in <laughs> 2022, 171 million people are in virtual reality. That's a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so for us yeah. to look at this and say, ah, oh, that's not really a thing. And, you know, we kind of make fun of it like you did at the beginning. Like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's it's funny. I was talking to crow, my wife. Hey, go ahead. Crow, crow tastes good, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, you've seen the difference. Yeah, that's why I love, I'm glad you're on the show today. But, uh, yeah, I was driving up here to the church right now, and my wife was in the car. She's like, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh. You know, um, I'm meeting this guy, and he does uh, ministry and virtual reality and, and church planning and all that kind of stuff. He's a campus pastor. And she's like, that sounds silly. <laughs> 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 right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure to get her a pre-release copy of this episode so she can, she can listen. <laughs> Better yeah. yet, I'm going to put the headset on her and be like, here you go. Ooh, um, so th this is a big area i mean this and it's only growing like the technology is advancing rapidly like people are saying this is you know covid kind of really started the the real like focus on it not only with um, zoom meetings like before you made a good point we would never have thought yeah let's all get together on skype or on zoom and that's a real thing but i was just in a prayer meeting two days ago with people from all over central and south america praying for churches over there, there was probably 30 or 40 people. And that, it was a real, like people say, is that real? That was a real prayer meeting. We really prayed for, mm. for people. And it's not, I mean, I, I can ramble on and on, but like, what do you see as going into the future that this space is gonna, is gonna be? 
um, especially for us as church planters and as uh, Christians to get involved in? Yeah, so we got a guy at the church that has a huge evangelistic heart. Um, I hate giving ages to people because usually I'm wrong and I go like way higher than what they actually are and I'm super <laughs> offensive in that way. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say that he's probably mid 60s, 70s. Uh, and like I said, huge evangelistic heart. So when we first got into this, um, he ends up coming up to me and he says, hey, sir, you've been doing this VR thing for a little bit now. Like, what's what do you love most about it? Um, and I don't know that at the time when he asked that question, I had put much thought to what it was that I was enjoying about this. But I told him, I was like, you know, um, at the end of the day, I think what I enjoy most about this is I became an international missionary without ever having to leave my basement. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why was because we had people coming from Spain, we had people coming from the Middle East, we had people coming from UK, Canada, Mexico, who are all hopping in on our services that in real life, I probably would have never met these people or had the chance to present the gospel to them. And so all of a sudden, I'm seeing this opportunity to be um, a hope dealer to people, planting seeds of hope all over the world with maybe, just maybe, the idea that um, they'll take what it is that they've heard back into their families, back into their businesses, back into areas that are not accepting of the gospel or the Bible or the name of Jesus. And within their small little pocket, their community, all of a sudden revival just breaks through. Mm -hmm. um, so, but to your point, 171 million people around the world are diving into virtual reality. I saw another report that said 23 million businesses are projected to hop into it here in 2023. Wow. And so when you think about that, 23 million businesses, <laughs> that means that, that that 171 is going to grow exponentially. Oh, yeah, they're going to be pushing it. If they're year. investing in it, they're going to be pushing it. Yep, absolutely. Um, so... And I, I had the opportunity to talk this one out with my senior pastor, and I loved his insight on it. He said, when cell phones came out, most people didn't invest into a cell phone because, one, they either didn't see the need, or two, they didn't have the finances for it. But then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, companies started buying cell phone plans for the employees. And along with that, so let's say taking fast forward now, all of a sudden, people have these iPhones that they got from their business in order to do their work that now have the apps on there, like whether that's Pokemon <laughs> Go or Facebook or whatever, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have more investment and involvement in these platforms app-wise and cell phone-wise because businesses were the ones who primarily bought into it. So now all of a sudden you have businesses that are going to be primarily buying into virtual reality, and all of a sudden you're going to start seeing these businesses possibly, this is all just assumption, but I feel like it's a safe assumption, they're going to be giving these headsets to employees that are all of a sudden going to find themselves hopping into social VR platforms yeah. like yeah. Big Screen and VR Chat and whatnot. And realistically what i expect to see happen is a lot of these businesses will look for what does it look like to bring advertisement into marketing into those platforms as well yeah um so yeah so when you talk about what is the future for this man if if jesus is all about if his mission is all about reaching the lost well i've painted the picture of this before um 
we we have entered into a time space where the movement of God started in this small little area called Jerusalem and then post-resurrection and post-Pentecost just blows up and starts going out into the rest of the world because that's what we were called to do as followers of Jesus. But now, all of a sudden, what went out wide is starting to come back inward because mm -hmm. we're all centrally located in one spot in digital metaverse that is now then pouring back out into the rest of the world. So mm. that's cool. That's crazy. All right, VR friend, VR chap. I'm going to call you VR chap. <laughs> Sounds like <a> chap. <laughs> we were <t> instead <laughs> of VR chat, that's it. Anyway. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We were talking before some of the, because um, you, you brought up a good point about the phones. Like, man, I remember when I got a BlackBerry, it's like, I thought I was the businessman of the year, you know, it's like, or church guy of the year, you got the BlackBerry with the keyboard on it. Um, but at the same time, you see some of the negatives that come in. Cell phone is a good example, you know, with social media and stuff and some of the, the way that it's, it's turned out to be a great thing in many ways, some, some drawbacks. We were talking before um, about when we were going into these uh, uh, church uh, worlds, there on one of them there was a, a sign at the beginning before you get in you know to adjust your settings and you were trying to explain this maybe you could explain this to our listeners because there are people that come in and try to wreak havoc and disrupt and the whole trolling thing bullying that whole vibe that's in other places why don't you talk a little bit about that and what what uh, some of the things that people are doing yeah uh vr chat is one of the platforms that churches uh try to have platforms on and campuses and what will happen is because every user can upload their own avatar they can upload avatars that have malicious scripts what's an avatar explain an what avatar. an avatar uh you know a, some like a character a character okay. yeah like any a, a human body typically but it could be a cat body it could be any <laughs> sort of yeah. some people come in as helicopters like it's hilarious um but uh, you know, it's it's a whole new world where... Just don't sit in front of me in the church service if you're a helicopter. <laughs> exactly. The blades get really distracting. And uh, what ends up happening is people will then switch into an avatar that causes everyone to crash that doesn't have their safety settings on. And then a safety setting could mm. be, if I don't know you, don't show me the avatar. Okay. Um, and so that's how and there's also a lot. Safe. There's a lot of other reasons why you wouldn't want to see many of the avatars yes. if you don't know the person. Or, yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a, I think someone described it as like a dark underbelly of, mm -hmm. of this whole VR world. And um, like, Stuart, that, that's one of the criticisms I'm sure that you've heard is like, you know, we don't want to go in there because it's a bad place. There's bad people there. They're doing immoral, sexual. There's a lot of sexual stuff going on. Like, what would you say to someone who has that that criticism, in many ways valid, uh, to encourage them? Like, hey, we need to get in there. Don't walk out your front door. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the real world. <laughs> in the real world, because that that's what's going on in the real world. Yeah, uh, believe me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Try, um, try to escape your own thoughts, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, really take point. advantage of the Bible says capture your thoughts. Um, yeah. You know, it's crazy because like it is true. Um, you can look, I mean, this is a church based podcast, so it's easy for me <laughs> to sit here and say like there's this real thing called sin and there's uh -huh. this 
our human nature is to be sinful and with the holy spirit in us there's this tension that is like oh man i really want to chase after that because that looks amazing and tempting yeah. and i bet you i'd have a lot of fun with it and then there's the spirit side and that's like slapping us upside the back side of the mm -hmm. head going no dummy don't do that yeah. um but in those spaces like because of the um I have a hard, I stumble over this word, but because of the anonymity that is associated with it, like it is so easy for anybody to really act out on those impulses. Right, of like, and not get Man, I would do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I would do this if um, my face wasn't attached to it, the church I'm associated with wasn't attached to it, my family wasn't attached to it. Like I could do this and never get caught. I would do this. And these platforms, they, they do, they provide that opportunity to do it. But, you know, if you're talking about like from the perspective of why should a church get into an area like that, um, again, I would say don't walk out your front door. Like if, if you don't want to experience any of that, I man, those are the people who are coming into your brick and mortar church. Yeah, but exactly. really like the yeah. reason why you would want to go into a place like VR chat, which is the wild, wild west of VR platforms, um, is because you're trying to reach the loss. Like, like I say, um, on my discord, my tag on there is I'm attacking the gates of hell and advancing God's kingdom uh through a headset like that's what you're that's what <laughs> like you that. should it's be cool. doing as a follower of jesus is just like dude let's go plunder hell populate heaven through a headset and let's go into the places where people are that don't know anything about jesus or they do and they just they they want to find their escape mm -hmm. you know and find those people and go hey even here it still counts yeah like, we're not that's talking a good about point. earthly bodies we're talking seeing... about soul bodies exactly you're not just seeing um unbelievers in there you're seeing christians in there that you can you know keep accountable and like hey we're we're christians here just you know it's a lot of the it's a good point and i'm i'm just thinking through all this as you're talking but the real battle happens in the mind it doesn't you know it's it is you know with our uh physical bodies but the battle itself and the temptations and that are in the mind and through um, this sort of thing, you, you got to be Christians everywhere. So that's a, that's a good point. What's the, what are some of the coolest things? I mean, that you've seen, you've already shared some great stuff just about, um, people getting connected and, um, no, here, let me ask this first. Cause I, I've been wanting to ask this. So you're, you kept talking about your senior pastor. So I myself am a senior pastor here. Like he's got a hundred percent buy-in into this. Does he like visit the campus and like come into the worlds at all? Or is he just like a believer in it? I, he's been there a couple times. Uh, you know, I've seen him pop in here and there whenever he's not teaching. I think that it's just harder for him to be in because he is our primary teacher, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he was there to commission the team <clears throat> when we launched. Um, he announces it every single week from stage. So every single morning or every single Sunday when he pops up on stage for both services, it's a, hey, we want to welcome everybody in the room online and in VR. So uh, like, so he's bought without in, he's giving, in. Without like, yeah, he's not sitting there going, hey, just so everybody knows we have a VR campus and he's trying to bring any kind of awareness to it. Mm -hmm. The way that he talks about it is, this is a natural thing. This is just, this is who Lakeland is, and this is where our Lakeland people are. They're in person, they're online, and they're in VR. Wow. So yeah, 100% bought in. 
Here's a here's another question. Is there space cuz this is a church planting podcast. Um, yours is a campus, a satellite campus of the main main church you're showing the the video. Um, I've got kind of two questions. First is do you know of any churches that are um, in only in the virtual reality world, VR world, in the metaverse? And um, like, what would you say is the difference between having the connection? Because what I love is, you know, they, they actually have a connection with um, you guys. You said, let's make this building to look like our building where we are and the city to look like the city where we are. What about like people that are going in and just creating ministries and churches that are disconnected from any like real world stuff? Yeah, so um, I can think of two off the top of my head. Our VR chap, yeah, like I had to emphasize <laughs> that P. Uh, our VR chap could probably give more insight on the ones that he knows of, but um, I can think of two off the top of my head. Uh, VR MMO church and then uh, Oasis uh, Church VR Oasis VR Oasis Church VR right I'm pretty sure it's what VR I, I always called it, it. I, I always call it Oasis Church but um, yeah VR so since I go to VR MMO church and go to Cornerstone which has a hybrid metaverse church that has a physical campus. Um, the differences I see a lot is the decisions are ultimately made a lot of the times by staff that are sometimes not very present in the metaverse. Whereas when mm. the church is entirely digital, they'll, they might have their meeting in a different platform like spatial.io or whatnot, but it's still people, everyone that's making the decisions are all know what is involved when it comes to ministering to VR people. Um, it also, you know, just so that encourages a lot newer ideas, newer approaches. Um, but I think that's just the biggest difference is everyone's informed. Do you think there's space for churches like, let's say ours, we're a pretty new church, church plant, um, but in our, within our ministry, um, do you think there's still space for churches to get involved in the metaverse and start some kind of a ministry? And how do you go about doing that? Yeah, so what's interesting is even as I moved into this position that I was in, you know, it was really hard. So everything for the church world hopping into metaverse ministry specifically vr blew up once uh live church hopped in uh november 2021 yeah 2021 you're talking um, about life church with uh groeschel with uh craig right, groeschel. Craig groeschel okay yeah yep. so they hopped in and i uh within a week or two of life church hopping in all of a sudden my phone and email started blowing up from people who are just like hey we just want to know what your guys's experience is what would it look like for us to get into it and at one point in time i started telling a lot of these church leaders i'm like here's the hard part i i can easily advocate for two things one every church needs to have an expression in virtual reality metaverse um and i look we talked about this before we started recording if you ask me to explain metaverse that's super hard <laughs> but, v, but but i would say just know that vr vr is just an arm to the galaxy that is virtual reality uh -huh. um 
and probably a small arm at that right now. But um, but I I would tell them it's like every church should have an expression of virtual reality um, as a part of what they're doing, even if it's just what we originally set out to do. Even if it's just a small group, if you just launch a small group in there. Yeah, um, and often that's I mean we talk about church planning. That's often the start of a church is just a small group meeting in a living room. You know, and yep. gathering together and reading the the word and worshiping, praying a little bit. Um, you know, with a uh, so yeah, you can just kind of transfer it over to that that application. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's even some people that I talked to today at Lakeland that when I'm trying to onboard new team members, um, I think the biggest hurdle to get over is just that idea that it's virtual reality, right? But if you can put the the spin on it of, and I've talked to a few people about this. I'm like, don't see it as you're trying to get into virtual reality and bring Jesus there. I said, think of it as um, this is a bridge to connect you to those that are lost that Mm -hmm. you already have the heartbeat for. This is what you were wired for was to speak to lost people and introduce them to Jesus. And they're all pocketed right here. All you have to do in order to reach them is put a headset on. That's it. Past yeah. that, uh, it, it's exactly the same. It really is. Um, so, I, so I advocate every church should have an expression in there, even if it's just a small group. And what got weird for me was I was advocating that I think that every church should have a metaverse VR pastor, mm-hmm. probably full time. Um, and what was hard for me to say that at the time was. I wasn't even full-time. I was splitting my responsibilities <laughs> mm-hmm. between everything else digitally that we were doing with virtual reality. Um, but, I mean, in a given week, um, I'm probably in the headset, just the headset alone, um, 10, 12 hours a week. Yeah. Um, but that's not including our VR chat. is like, oh, that's... It's a small amount compared to what I am, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, oh. I, I looked at my Steam profile and I have 80 hours in VR chat for over the last two weeks, so 40 hours a week, full time job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but but for real, like I think mm-hmm. like what's hard for me, like I I think that's a real thing though. But I I think what's hard for me is like there's the team building um, aspect, like talking to my team. There is the um part of it is launching new small groups or whatever else is going on there's you know the weekly responsibilities um so i think that i would love to be in it more and i'm kind of forced to be in it more you know i say 10 to 12 and that was probably before the announcement of alt space vr um, shutting down because hmm. that's actually forced me to have to be more explorative of the other options that are out there lately um but there's, there is enough to do um, ministry-wise that I, I was telling people, was like, dude, I, I could easily advocate for this being a full-time position, even though I, at the time, was not full-time. Um, but now being full-time, backed 100% by a church to do this, easily I can stay busy enough um, with the opportunities that. of reaching people. So. I love it, man. And uh, we're going to wrap things up now. But, um, you know, I think 
don't what comes to my mind is like don't knock it till you try it i'm gonna get my wife into one of these headsets and you know it's it's different like let's be honest it's it's weird even it's not the normal you see a helicopter or a you know a cat person running around you know it's um it's gonna take some getting used to but at the same time like you said that's where the people are that's where the the lost are and um, we have a responsibility and an opportunity, I would even say, um, to meet uh, this space with Jesus Christ and with a, a planting type ministry. Most of the time, I think extension out of your own church or, you know, even a small Bible study. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'd love to keep talking. I could talk about this forever. I, I'd appreciate it if you get on a, another episode maybe in the future. But um, you got any last words, uh, Stuart, for our, uh, for our listeners? Yeah, I'll just say this. Um, two quick things. Again, 171 million people in virtual reality. I grew up in a church plant. Uh, that was pretty much my first existence with church. And where I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 90% lost for that city 500,000 600,000 people 90% lost bro do you know where uh, Rio Doso is I do that's where I, yeah, grew, I grew up, up in okay I grew up in Albuquerque so that's, all right yeah that's my home state yeah I grew up at Rio is about three hours south in New Mexico oh, that's where I grew wow. up yeah so New Mexico um that's a weird place yeah you think virtual reality <laughs> is weird is. try New Mexico uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Real. no offense real. to New Mexicans um but if <laughs> If it's worth starting a church in a city that has 600,000 people and 90% of it is lost, I bet you the percentage of lost people of 171 million is a lot yeah. higher. I bet you it's probably 98, 99% lost. I'd be willing to go that far. Yeah. Um, and so if there's a reason to get to church plant in Albuquerque, New Mexico for 90%, I guarantee you there's mm -hmm. a reason to church plant for 98, 99%. Um, but then the other thing that I would say real quick is like we've mentioned alt space VR a couple of times and you know um, not sure when this is when this episode is debuting but alt space is shutting down as of March 10th and that's really where a lot of churches are right now um, and I just see like the heartbeat of God and God's fingerprint all over the idea of the shutdown because you know again after the resurrection what we see is these the small group of Jesus followers huddled together behind locked doors in fear that maybe even the religious leaders and the Romans were going to come after them. Mm -hmm. um, and they were commissioned to go into the world and make disciples. So then all of a sudden you have Pentecost happens, the spirit comes upon them and it's what's Acts 1-8. You're going to go into mm -hmm. all of Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Well, right now, what I see happening is all the churches, these Jesus, these people who are waving the banner of Jesus are all huddled in this one spot, our Jerusalem, which is alt space. And now, because of it shutting down, all the churches are having to look for what do we do next and where do we go? Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing is a lot of them are going to different platforms. They're either looking at Rec Room, they're looking at VR Chat, they're looking at Big Screen, which is where we're going uh, currently. Uh, they're looking at Spatial.io, and they're just looking at all the different platforms that are out there for them to get into, knowing that 171 million people aren't all in alt space, but they're mm -hmm. in all Spread different out. platforms of uh, VR. I'm like, dude, this is potentially the VR version of our Pentecost of we're getting kicked out from behind our locked door in order to go out into the uh, the Judeas, Samaria's, and the ends of the, the big earth bad world. in order to make Jesus famous. That's so right. I'm, That's right. I'm excited. 
So I'll, I'll close it there. All right, <laughs> VR chap, what do you got to say? So uh, I just want to encourage that usually the darkest places is where the lightest light shines the brightest. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of people are going to VR for their social connection because they couldn't find it in the physical world. Yeah, and yeah. so when you've got people that are in desperate need of social connection, desperate need of, in need of love, that sounds like the recipe for giving them God's love and yeah. giving them that community. Real relationship. Real relationship Lord, yeah. that goes beyond just talking about the latest anime. And so, and especially when people are going to these extreme pleasures, that means that they're in an extreme depravity. Mm -hmm. And so that being able to fill that place in their soul that they've been trying to fill with other things is an opportunity the church has for a community that's all just hurt inside the virtual, yeah. you know, leaving the physical world for the virtual. Yeah. So yeah, it's really exciting. I'm excited to see what more plants come into VR. Yeah. Good word guys. So yeah. you can hit uh, Stuart up at the metaverse church podcast and if this has sparked your interest a little bit he's got a lot of great content there um so go check that out and uh we'll look forward to the future we'll maybe see you in the in the vr world and uh we'll say what's up i'll fly over you in my helicopter <laughs> 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 hey, thanks for joining us today at the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. For more information on church planting or to get involved with the Cultivate program, visit cultivatechurchplanting.com. You can also find us on social media and YouTube at Cultivate Church Planting. We'll see you next time.